everyone, this is Josh, and this is the Rise Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. I wanted to get into the topic of forgiveness, and this episode is titled Forgiving the Broken. Forgiveness is really, really hard to do depending on the situation, depending on your perspective, depending on the hurt. So if this is your first time listening or you just wanted to stop by and the, the title of the podcast episode caught your interest, this, this podcast is just to uplift anybody that's willing to listen and anybody that can relate, this is for you. Any topics that I go over, this goes for anybody. You're not categorized out. This um, podcast is meant to help people rise up, rise above, soar over their problems and not be defeated or trampled by them. So let's get right into this. This is forgiving the broken. So no one is perfect or without mistakes. No one. We have hurt and will hurt others intentionally and unintentionally. Our imperfection causes us to inevitably hurt others and even the ones we love most, unfortunately. Whoever hurts you, offends you, betrays you, humiliates you, or disrespects you, although it isn't right nor fair, making forgiveness your choice in the end will not only lift you up, but it will preserve the health of your heart and your mind. It'll protect you from the horrible consequences of an unforgiving heart and mindset as well. Forgiving someone isn't a people-pleasing act. It's actually a God-pleasing, self-freeing act. There should be no shame or embarrassment to showing mercy and forgiveness to someone, even if the hurt they caused was mildly or severely damaging. Forgiveness, it brings you closer to a free, joyful heart and closer to God, because that is a big part of His will and His heart. Forgiving yourself or someone else is actually an act of strong character and general strength. The world teaches that it's weak or pathetic in some cases. When we're hurt by someone in any way, you know, be human. Allow yourself to be a human being, which is how God created you to be. Grieve if you have to. Be sad. Be mad. Be fed up. Allow yourself to feel whatever you went through. But don't stay there. We get hurt. We get offended. We get triggered. But we stay in the offense. And that's where we fall. And we stay fallen. Allow yourself to feel the hurt in the moment because we're human. We have the right to feel emotion. But if we stay in that place, it's imp- almost impossible it's, or it's very hard to get out of it because we, we find ourselves you know, victimizing ourselves and we stay in this place of hurt or bitterness or anger or rage or so on. Staying offended, staying hurt or broken about something or someone only, only basically grows worse if it isn't eventually forgiven or let go. It can lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to bitterness. Like I said, it leads to nowhere good. Definitely not. When you forgive someone, it doesn't mean you're allowing that person to get away with it or get off the hook or you're a weak, passive person. Absolutely not. It's actually the opposite. Forgiving someone, it means you are taking the decision to not only hold on to the wound anymore, but you're choosing to surrender it to God and handing it over to him so he can serve justice for you on your behalf. Vengeance is not for us to take, but only God since it's too much for us to handle, way too much to handle on our own. When we hand over hate, when we hand over vengeance, unforgiveness, or any kind of hurt to God, 
He takes and replaces it with love, with mercy, with strength, with kindness, with gentleness, with compassion, and that list continues. Usually bullies or people that cause a lot of problems or damage usually come from an upbringing of abuse or brokenness. They hurt and abuse others because that's all they know or because it temporarily, and that's a key word right there, temporarily relieves their memories from their trauma and how they probably see or feel about themselves. So when Jesus was being tortured, ridiculed, laughed at, spit on, and betrayed, he cried out to heaven, to his father, and he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they're doing, meaning the people around him, meaning mankind, not just the people that were surrounding him, but mankind. Father, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. So even in the midst of his suffering and his betrayal and his ridicule and his torture, he still pleaded with his father in heaven and said, they do not know what they do. They're, they don't, we don't know what we're doing. We are ran and driven by emotion and acting off of impulse and fear and following along what everyone else is doing. So realistically, we don't know what we're doing half the time. So that's why he said, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't see the big picture. They're only seeing what they can see, what their eyes allow them to see. And they're deceived. We are deceived. That is the example we should follow, though, his response to all of that, to all of that hurt. So the next time someone wounds you, big or small, you can remember what Jesus went through and cried out in that moment to have compassion instead of resent. Because the person doing you harm is most likely broken themselves and truly has no idea what they're doing at all. Separate yourself from malicious people. And if you can't avoid them, set boundaries. And so you have the ability to forgive them in your heart. And then you can walk in the other direction. So we don't have to stick around with people that are malicious, people that tend to hurt and tend to be no good. We have free will to walk away and not associate with people like that. That don't benefit our lives. If you have trust issues, if you have anger issues or rage problems, bitterness, pride, and you know heavy anxiety, depression, low self-esteem, try to get alone time to examine your heart and see if you need to forgive one or multiple people and even yourself and see how you'll start to change and you'll be liberated and you'll rise up into someone that is free and has more happiness and joy. So a few verses that um, regard forgiveness and the benefits to it and also God commanding us and guiding us to forgive. It starts with Ephesians 4.32. It says, And be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving one another, just as God also forgave you in Christ. So the same way that God the Father forgave us through Jesus, also he says to forgive one another so we can be set free from the resentment from us holding on to that hurt. Another one is uh, Matthew 6.14. It says, For if you forgive people their wrongdoing, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive people, your Father will not forgive your wrongdoing. Another good one is uh, Colossians 3.13. It says, Accepting one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a complaint against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Also, Luke 6.37, it says, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. 
forgive and you will be forgiven. You will be set free. So these are all really good to know, powerful verses that emphasize on forgiveness. Because how are we going to live a life where we love God, we believe in God, we follow him, we uh, state that we honor him and we doing, we're doing his will, but we can't forgive the person that cut us off on the freeway. We can't forgive somebody that, you know, doesn't meet our expectations. You know, that's, that's, that's living hypocrisy. That's actually, like, I've, I, I've known and heard of people saying, oh yeah, I'm living the Christian life. I love God. I serve him, but I act different behind closed doors. Like that's not, that's hypocrisy. That's why it's, it's very important to forgive. So your heart stays genuine and you don't end up treating people really bad, you know, based on something that you aren't able to let go. And sometimes you don't even realize it, that you're holding on to something, that you're holding on to a hurt that is causing you to mistreat the people even you love the most. So yeah, it's really important to forgive constantly, not just one time and one and done and no, I'm good. I don't have anything against anybody. It takes constant forgiveness because people, even people and strangers, not even people you know, but strangers that come across or come in your path and offend you or whatever. Yeah. Hey, we hold on to that. Even though they were a stranger, we don't know them. We hold on to it and we don't let it go. And it spoils our heart. It spoils our mind. But um, anyway, uh, the last one was Luke. The next one is Matthew. This one's a good one too. It says, uh, Matthew um, chapter 18, verse 21 through 22. It says, then Peter came to him, which is God, and said, Lord, how many times could my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? And then Jesus told him, I tell you, not as many as seven, Jesus said to him, but 70 times seven. What he meant is unlimited, unlimited times countless times don't count just continue to forgive you know don't don't calculate how many times you've forgiven somebody and be like oh i think that 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 will suffice that'll be that that's enough there's people i'm not going to say who but there's people in my life where i've forgiven them from the past but i'm still constantly forgiving them double time now in the present constantly in my heart and it may not even have anything to do with you know, what they're doing to me, but it's how I'm taking it too. So it's not always going to be somebody that's, that's like doing you wrong, but it's how you're taking it as well that you have to forgive. Say, you know what? It's probably not personal. They're triggering me, but you know what? I'm going to let it go because that, that's probably not even their intention. But since we have so much history, it's affecting me in this way. And I automatically already start resenting them in a certain way or to a certain degree. So that's why Jesus told Peter, he was just like, no you know, forgive 70 times seven, like unlimited. Don't ever stop forgiving. Forgive naturally, normally, you know, because that's part of a big part of God's heart, forgiving, letting go, surrendering, having compassion, even if it doesn't make sense. Oh, you stabbed me in the back. I love you anyway. I forgive you. I see the big picture, you know, my happiness and my life and um, my like where I stand and the health of my heart and my mind isn't based on how you treat me. It's based on how I maintain myself through God. My happiness does not come from you fulfilling my expectations or you not letting me down because we're, gonna let, we're all going to let each other down. No, we should rely on God and him fulfilling us. So yeah, the, another one, it's in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 
says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful, which is God. He is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So that, that one, I just want to stop there and, and emphasize on this one. Confessing your sins to God, and even if it's on a daily basis, which, is, which would be great, but confessing your sins to God and saying, you know what, I don't know what I did, and there's some things that I do know that, 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 that I did or that I messed up on that I need to confess to you, Father, one-on-one. And if you're feeling guilty about something or shame, or if you know you did wrong and you've been kind of sweeping it under the rug because you've been busy or you've been, you know, you know, occupied with other things in life, when we confess our sins to him and allow him to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness and all of our mistakes, we are liberated. We are uplifted. And this is coming from my life, not, not just something that I heard. This is, this is my experience. The more I surrender my, my mistakes, and that's daily too, like surrendering my mistakes or anything that I, I know I shouldn't have been doing and I end up falling into it anyway. I confess my sins to God and be like, you know what? I messed up. I know you're good. Thank you for, you know, always having my back. Cleanse me with your blood, Jesus. Cleanse me with your righteousness so I can see the things you see, so I can live the life the way you want me to. Thank you for having mercy for me and with me at all times. When we live that way, when we confess our sins, we are living in power, glory to glory, where we are soaring above our shame and our mistakes and forgiving ourselves constantly so we don't shame ourselves. Because me personally, I'm hard on myself and I tend to be hard on myself and I set a high standard on myself. And if I make a mistake, if I disappoint someone that I love, I beat myself up with not not so nice words like man you're dumb or like wouldn't it like stop being an idiot or how could you do that man you suck like then I catch myself no 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 like that's not that's not God's intention to to make me feel that way and that's some and that's not how I should be making myself feel or putting myself in that position so then immediately I'm like you know what God thank you for loving me thank you for having my back and I confess all my sins to you all my mistakes all my disappointments cleanse me because I can't hold on to it on my own. And he lifts it off of you. He lifts it up. He relieves you of it because he's that good and it never fails. So that's something to keep in mind. Confess, you know, get alone time in your room or wherever you have privacy and just talk to him and be like, I messed up. I know this isn't right. And I know you can cleanse me from all mistakes, all unrighteousness. No matter what you've done, even if it's to, to a horrible degree, no matter what you've done, he can liberate you and he could set things right. It's never, ever too late. Never. So the next one, it's Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12. It says, for I will be merciful to their wrongdoing. This is God speaking to us. For I will be merciful to their wrongdoing and I will never again remember their sins. So God, he's faithful. He doesn't change. He's always the same. If he makes a promise, he keeps it. And that's why I always reference all these verses in the Bible because when, like, if you're listening to this podcast and you're just like, how do I know all this is true? That's why I always back this up with all these verses. Why? Because the Bible is true and it does not contradict itself. Why? Because everything that was stated in the Bible from all the books in the Bible, they all connect, they all relate. So everything that's happened in the Bible, or everything that was written, it ended up happening. 
all the prophecies, it ended up coming to pass. So that's how you know it's true. That's how you know it's not false. So which is good because God's word, it's living and breathing and it's alive and it's active. Because even in Genesis, it says the word of God is God. It's living and breathing and alive. That's why we should always look to it and read and be guided by it. So whenever we're lost or whenever we need wisdom or whatever we need, it's in the Bible. And you'll find um, hidden messages or parables or guidance or truth or liberation or, or revelation that you need in the Bible. And it backs it up, you know, and it basically is a guide for your life. So whenever you need answers, whenever you're trying to figure out what is true and how to test things, look to the Bible, Google it, say, hey, how do I know this is true? Does it talk about it in the Bible? And it'll pop up. It's a great reference. So in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 9, that's another one. It says, whoever conceals an offense promotes love, but whoever gossips about it separates friends. So it constantly warns us what unforgiveness and what offense and holding on to hurt does, what it produces, bad fruit. Another one, it's um, in Daniel chapter 9, verse 9. It says, compassion and forgiveness belongs to the Lord our God, though we have rebelled against him. So he's basically talking about God's compassion, how he, even though we're, even though we sin, even though we live the opposite of God's will, he still loves us and he still pursues us full throttle. He still has compassion towards us no matter what. He's faithful, even if we're not faithful to him. Amazing. Yeah, I just wanted to go over those verses to, to, to emphasize and to back up what I'm talking about, because I'm not just talking just out of thin air. No, the, the Bible backs up everything that I'm going over so you know it's true, so you know it's reliable and, re- and something reliable that you can apply to your life. You know, one thing that I want to emphasize before I close here, it's that I have lived a long time for many years, even when I was a kid, as a really angry person, a really, um, like they used to, <laughs> they used to call me the Hulk back in high school because of how, how pissed off I used to get. And I used to get mad for everything. Even my sister's like, oh, don't tell Josh, you know, or also like he'll snap. I used to be that guy. I used to rage and yell and, and hurt the people that I loved with my words and, and, and my yelling. And, and so I, I know how this goes. Now, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with rage anymore. Instead of reacting, I've learned to respond, to analyze my thoughts instead of just being like, oh, how could you? Or just snapping without thinking, without processing. And the reason for that is because, I mean, I had a lot of hurt, you know? I had a lot of hurt, a lot of unforgiveness that I didn't deal with in my heart. So I was constantly angry. I was constantly offended. I was constantly snapping like a freaking alligator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I had so much anger in my heart and also resentment and unforgiveness and things that I didn't forgive, people that I didn't forgive, and even people that you wouldn't even imagine. That's why I'm telling you. Like there's people that you're just like, no, like that person's irrelevant. There's people that God has shown to me and in, in my heart when I'm praying in freaking middle school that I only knew for like a year, but they like, but they actually really, really wounded me and all the way up to when I'm an adult, you know? So really think about, hey, you know what? 
who who do I need to forgive? What what do I need to do to be set more set free from these wounds? Why do I respond a certain way? Why do I get so angry? Or why why do I get so offended for certain things? We we live in a world that is now just offended for everything, for everything. And it's not because, oh, it's because that person did this, or it's because this person said this. No, it's because you are hurt. You are broken. It has nothing to do with that person. It has nothing to do with what they're doing. No, your heart needs tending to. Your heart needs healing. Your heart needs to set free certain things. We, we live in a world where everything offends everyone. And it's not because the people are, are pissing them off or doing something that they don't like. No, it's because they have unforgiveness in their heart that they have not let go. And it's grown to a point where they're just pointing fingers and blaming everyone else. The more you forgive, I've forgiven a, a certain someone in, in my life. I'm not going to say who, but I've forgiven someone for years in my life, for years. And it, it took me a very long time to get where I am at now when it comes to forgiveness, when it comes to healing, when it comes to healing all that rage that I used to have. Now it's g- almost basically gone. Now, instead of yelling, instead of lashing out at people, especially the, the ones that I care most about with my wife, with, with uh, my, my parents, now I choose to be gentle. I choose to be kind. I choose to see the big picture and be like, you know what? They're not trying to hurt me, but they're hurt themselves. I'm not going to take it personal. I'm going to let it go because whatever they're saying or whatever they're hurting me with, I'm, I, I choose to see the bigger picture. They're hurt in a certain way and they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. So try to see the way God viewed things. As he was getting tortured and hurt, as he was getting beat, he was like, God, for, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're acting in ignorance and they're blind and they don't know what they're doing. So instead of taking it personal, he showed compassion. And that is what he wants us to learn, to achieve. So we don't act in offense or resentment or vengeance, but we respond and say, you know what, even though that hurt my feelings, I'm not going to take it personal because you're probably going through something horrible that I can't see. And right now you're blaming me and you're trying to point the fingers at me. But you know what? I'm going to walk away because you're going through something that has nothing to do with me, even though you're pointing the finger at me. Forgive the people that hurt you. Let it go. Surrender it to God and say, you know what? I choose to love this person or forgive them or have mercy towards them. You don't have to talk to them and go on your knees and be like, I forgive you. Like, it's okay. No, 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 no. Just, just, just you and God say, you know what, God, I choose to just release my hands from their throat in my heart. And I choose to get on with my life. I choose not to be a victim, but I choose to um, instead have mercy and let go of everything that I'm holding on to and surrender it to your feet. You will be a more free, more happy, more gentle and kind person, the more you forgive, the more you let go, the more you release that person or that happening or that occasion to God, whatever happened to you, whatever you went through as a kid or what you're going through now, he will liberate you. And that's coming from someone that has been liberated from rage, from disgusting things that I'm not proud of. I have been liberated by all these things because I have released it to God, let go, surrendered. And even though we all still have issues, it's so much less. 
instead of lashing out, I'm like, yeah, I'm upset, but you know what? I, I let it go. It's not personal. If I have to address something to a specific someone, then I will, but calmly and out of love. And I'm telling you that diffuses for the most part, that diffuses the situation. And you, you can end up talking to someone instead of, you know, attacking each other. Yeah, this episode's getting longer than I intended, but I just wanted to share my experience, you know, w- with letting go and, for- and forgiving someone or something in your heart and even yourself. I wanted to share that. I wanted to go over that because it's changed my life and it's made me into a completely different person. So now people don't, you know, like when, when people talk to me or people hear me speak or how I respond, they're like, man, you don't, you're, you're different, man. Like you, you don't, you've came a long way. And I'm just like, Hey man, it's not me. It's not my doing. It's all, it's all God, man. I don't ever take that credit because I know who, I know who freed me from that. And it wasn't me. I was obedient and I allowed God to penetrate my heart, to take all the offense from me. So I don't own it anymore. But yeah, thank you so much guys for listening in. Um, I really hope this helps someone today. I really hope that this relates to someone's life, to someone's um, circumstances. So you're not stuck in this unforgiveness, bitterness, and hurt, but instead you rise above it. You don't allow it to take ownership of your freedom and, and of your emotions and of your happiness and, and of your peace. But instead, you make a decision to say no more. I don't, even though they hurt me and it wasn't fair, I release it to God because I know he'll take care of me. And I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be like the person that hurt me. I don't. But instead, I, I, I choose to soar above it and I let it go. So God bless you guys. Make sure to follow my um, Instagram. It's rise underscore podcast 1111. I bless you guys. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, hey, I'm happy to. This is why I'm here. Whatever you know, topics that I can go over that can help someone, that can uplift someone and strengthen and better your life and your mindset, hey, this is what I'm here for. So God bless you guys. God loves you so much. I love you. And take care. Have a great one.